0: Need a pep talk? Come hang with us weekly while we serve up realness with a side of sass and help you learn
1: to love yourself in every shape, size, and season. We laugh, we cry, we dig deep, we shoot the shit, we feel our feels, and we highlight the real. I'm Becca, and I'm AMQ, and this is
0: I Got You Boo. Hello, hello. Bye. Ooh, good one Ooh. all right friends we are so excited this week we're gonna just gonna dive in balls deep for this week okay because we have really? yes really? <laughs> the queen of realness like our good friend iggy azalea says first things first she's the realist we don't have iggy azalea on the podcast but like you get it manifesting Manifesting. We're manifesting. Manifesting. She is a powerlifting queen. She is a powerhouse of all things confidence and realness. You are not going to see more Raw on social media than our good <laughs> friend, Christina Howargi. Yes. Hi, guys. I'm so happy to be here. You. you did great. You did Thank great. Thank you so much. I needed that validation.
2: Considering I just told you what my last name was, you, you, you killed it. Killed Thank it. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. You're
2: welcome. Anytime. <laughs>
0: so at at the top of every episode I actually forgot to give you this heads up before we pressed record here but first thing uh, Christina and I have actually been Instagram friends for a while and this is the first time we've chatted like face to face so this is super special so cool we always play a little game and really it's just random questions that I either come up with in my mind or I see on the scroll and I just want to know everybody's answer to them. So
1: yeah. oh God. Becca has a list like in her phone and it's epic. It's so I'm, a
0: little,
2: I'm like, I, okay, am I going to be judged on this? I get, okay, Absolutely I not. Who Abs- cares? No, who cares? <laughs> You're After, like pineapple on pizza.
0: Yeah. No, please. After AMQ talked about wiping back to front, I think that really <laughs> just took everything think, off the table. You gotta
1: keep bringing it back to that. Hey, everyone's really
0: concerned about my hygiene. <laughs> we are. Uh-oh. But I think that it's also a really good uh, standard marker for how much we like that. It was in that moment that we were like, and that's it. There's nothing that we can't say. It's true.
2: You're right. I love that I, I asked beforehand, like, can I cuss? Like, are we <laughs> yeah.
0: we, we have an E explicit? It's, q- it's
1: we, <laughs> we, we have yeah. we have to when we before we even launched the podcast, when we were like, you know, doing all the things that you have to do to like register a podcast, me and Becker on FaceTime were like, this asks if we should put an E for explicit yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like, <laughs> Absolutely. We can control what we're gonna say.
2: Well, I was like, I think it would have been fine. Becca knows my stories like she watches them. So I know she knows how I talk. And so I'm like, yeah, if, if they say no cussing or like try to keep it down. I'm like, no. I'm to practice beforehand. No, oh, we are. God. We are
0: quite literally the complete opposite. We want people to show up here as their full selves and not any watered down bullshit version of themselves. So. Amen. Amen. First right. things first. Do you have any weird phobias? Amq, I'm asking you these two. I know you don't like when I do this, but I would love to know if no. you have an answer if you have an answer for any of them I would like you to chime in
2: so I do have a weird fear and I think it's kind of common now it didn't used to be very common but I have trypophobia so I don't like the uh like the visual of really small holes I think it's disgusting yeah it makes me nauseous to look at so if I see like and I, and there's like certain things like sun, Okay, sunflowers is one of them. I love sunflowers are my favorite flower on a picture, but like an actual sunflower, like if all the sunflower seeds are taken out and all the little holes, it just, it grosses me out. I can't explain it. And then, and there are people that, it's a lot of people that have this issue.
0: I wow. am fascinated and I have a few follow-up questions. Okay. Okay, so, I'm ready. <laughs> so the time, I don't want to trigger you at all time. Like, oh, shit. Um, I'm like, I have to go. Yeah. (laughs) I'm over this. Fuck you guys. I'm out of here. (laughs) I'm out. So small holes on a sunflower. What about like your earrings though? Like ear holes? No, that's fine. Ear, so it has to be
2: multiple holes. Like oh. so like, oh. like, like gathered together. Not like just a hole. Like it would have to be like, uh, there's like, you can literally look up trypophobia on Google and you'll see what I'm talking about. There's images of that like will gross me out and I can't even look at it. It's, what about
1: the holes of a shower head? What about the pores on your face? Ooh. I have lots of pores. So like that shit would fuck you. up. So
2: if it's yeah, like so so do I.
1: But that doesn't bother me as much as
2: like, um, it, it, I don't know, it's hard to explain. There's just certain pictures that just kind of make me a little wee, like queasy. And I don't know what it is, and I don't know what triggers it, but it's like certain things. I don't know. It's okay. so strange, but it grosses the fuck out. Yeah. That's so holes weird. Is a good question. I bet you shower holes. Um, so if I were to look at it and it wasn't like, like the water wasn't coming out of it, it might like be a little uncomfortable, but I don't think it would gross me out. Okay. Like, I don't think I'd be like, oh, you know what I mean? But it does look weird to me, you know? Mm. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know. It's weird. Yeah. So. Great. There you go.
1: Okay. I don't mm-hmm. have a phobia. I want to answer this because this is actually like something that I've, I've, I've like, it's not really a phobia, but I looked it up a couple weeks ago because it's been really Maybe this is something that existed before and I just only noticed it recently because, you know, panini times and people are like, where me and my husband are basically like sharing everything, you know. They're, he's just like right here all the time. But I cannot can't handle. Relate. I know. You have Bruno. I can't handle like having, when he's like eating an apple, like the sound oh. of apples, like Becca doesn't like when I'm like swallowing when I'm voice. This noting bitch her.
0: swallows harder than anyone I've ever met in my life. <laughs> okay, girl. She hates Good it. Time. She
1: like hates it. And like at this point, I'm like, you know, I'll do it and then I'll be like, shit, I'm sorry. That voice note I swallowed. Like, <laughs> she you know, does. I just like does. after. I'm like, so sorry. But it's called misophonia, a disorder in which certain sounds trigger emotionally or psychological responses. Like literally when he is eating an apple, like I could be anywhere in the condo and I, I like, it literally feels like there's spiders like crawling all over my body. Like I just am like, but then if I have the apple, if I eat the apple, we good. (laughs) But if he's eating the apple. It's fine. It's It's someone else eating it. Oh, like, and it's maybe that's a thing that's always been a thing, and
2: I like the sound of how apples like crunch like that. Like I like that sound. that sounds comforting to me. Oh, wow, like I just
0: I is it any other crunch? That's, is it... okay, I don't want, I don't want
2: to say comforting. that sounded a little <laughs> exaggerated, but I do really <laughs> like.
1: No, it's <laughs> fine. Yeah, like, he could be eating like, carrots <laughs> or like literally anything else. But like when him and Luna are eating apples, I'm like, oh my, get me out of here. Like just get me oh, out of here. Oh my God. Isn't that weird? I know. You know what? It's not.
2: I mean, I think it's interesting that it's so specific because I know. Like I've heard people who don't like people chewing, mm-hmm. right? So like people that don't like, that's why actually on my stories recently, I eat a lot on my stories and then I'm talking, but I'm not like, you know, being disgusting, (laughs) but I do, but I do like, you know, like I'm just having a little snack or something. And then, and then I'm like, you know what I didn't think about? There could be people watching my stories that hate the sound of eating or the heat the sound of eating. So I did, I did a poll. I was like, how many of you guys hate it? And a lot of people hate it. A lot of people hate it. And I'm like, good to know well i won't always
0: trigger you you know my bad
2: sorry about that that's you know, so but funny then, but then some
0: people it's like asmr i tapped that yeah. on her on on that poll i was like fuck yeah but you don't do it in a way where it's like if you're chewing that's one thing it's the people that are like sucking on the food like that little yes. sucking i do sound. i do that
2: it's absolutely like the or just people i have you know i have a friend that like is a messy eater and like it doesn't bother me, but I know for a fact that it would bother a lot of people, just the way, like it, like it's the stuff around the mouth and then it's like the chomping, and, you know,
0: but it's not like it's just happened? so,
2: How, oh sad. man, listen, honestly, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's so good.
0: Yeah. Like you just can't help it. <laughs> and, um, this is a total yeah. sidebar conversation. AMQ. I almost called you your name and then I stopped myself. My name is AMQ. I know, but I was gonna say Amanda Marie. This is the first time that I have ever seen you without red nails. I and mean, when you were just talking in the screen. No, it's not. That's dramatic. When did you Yes, it is. No, it's no, not.
1: I've wear purple swear. nails and pink nails. No. I have Square. check this out. Yes, I have. I have, definitely have. I have Cadbury mini eggs for nails right now.
0: Oh, those are super cute. Those oh, are right? cute. Yeah, they're cute. Them. Love. I for sure do not have, I have zero memory of you ever having anything but red nails. Okay. I'm going back in our Zooms. I definitely have. <laughs> I'm, you know I'm going back in our Zoom history. Yeah. I'm <laughs> get, I'm bringing those receipts real quick. Okay. Would you rather laugh every time you sneeze or cry every time you fart?
2: Laugh every time I sneeze. Yeah.
0: yeah. That might, be, might have been too. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I was like, who wants to cry? <laughs> 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 who,
2: who? No, wait. Who would? I do want to meet someone who'd want to pick the other option though. Yeah, like,
0: like why? What why? <laughs> why, why? <laughs> like tell me the why behind that. Like give yeah. me your logical response. Do you need to why you're to cry? <laughs> do you no need why? like a do forceful release? Yeah. Do, do you need therapy? <laughs> do you need a forceful release of your your internal feelings? They're probably very I, Eeyore-like if they wanted to. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Eeyore. Yeah. I love wow. Eeyore.
2: To honestly, I honestly relate. I relate. Yeah,
0: Eeyore. Eeyore.
2: He literally is my spirit animal.
0: <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I don't see it, but I don't okay. see it really. Oh, just- see it. <laughs> <laughs> you it. If you found a safe in perfectly good condition, okay, it's a big old locked safe in perfectly good condition in a junkyard, would you smash it open to see what's inside, or would you just leave it be? You have no idea what's in it. Could be anything. I mean, I have the tools to smash it open. Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I would d- definitely want to smash it open. I want to see what's in it.
0: But what if it's like explosives? Well, you know, I didn't think about that. I just want I just I safe? <laughs> who put the explosives, put, to save? Put explosives <laughs> in a safe? Yeah. To try the same social situation that might want to see what bitch is going to try and smash it open and like ding dong. Time's up. Ding dong, ding dong, you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is on the AMQ. Would you smash it up? You would smash it open, right?
1: Yeah, I'm too like, I'm too
0: curious. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm too too inquisitive for that shit. Like you can't, like it's like the matrix, you know, the blue or the red pill. I'm like, why not both? Mm -hmm. Why not just
2: take both? It's like dangling fruit at this point,
1: you know? So
0: absolutely, I
2: just smashed it open.
0: Okay, so this is one that'll really fuck with your brain just a little bit. Do you ever wonder about the things that you, f- like, think about the things that you forgot until you remember it again? Like, there's things that, like, oh, I forgot about that, and then you remember it, right? But what about the things that you forgot you forgot?
1: <laughs> what? That was, re- that was really... <laughs> this is getting real philosophical. Like,
0: like, is there, you know how, like, there's things you're like, oh, I forgot it's her birthday today. Listen, and then you Emmanuel, remember it. Emmanuel Kant over here with. But <laughs> what, but what about, what about, the I was not sober when I thought about this. What oh, okay. about right. the things that you, like, is there, are there things that we just forget that we forgot and they are like completely out of oh, our mind like you'll never think you. of it again? You'll never. Yeah. I, yeah. Think, I absolutely okay. What do you think, you know, what do you think trauma is
2: though? You can't oh, think about it. that's true. Okay. But trauma is that, right? Like, it's yeah. literally things that you forget mm-hmm. because your your brain literally just says, like, yeah, I'm good. I'm not going to think about that anymore. And then that's it. And then you, like, reveal it in therapy and you're like, oh, my God. So you
1: do. True. If you go to therapy, you'll think about it. That's yeah. true. That's yes, true. That's yeah. very
0: true. Okay. That one fucking sucks. So I'm doing another one. <laughs> when you're
1: like, hey, I, like like, I,
0: ah, I didn't want this. <laughs> I forgot this for a reason. I forgot about my trauma for a reason. This is why I suppressed. I suppressed that memory for a fucking reason. Do you face toward the shower head or away? Both. Yeah, you're a swiveler. I was, I just. I rotate. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Amq, what do you do? I rotate as well. I'm like a fucking rotisserie chicken in that shit. <laughs> um,
1: I I don't I don't like I don't do a little twirly twirl because I have the tendency to get dizzy. So I do like. I, <laughs> I, I how fast are you turning? <laughs> She's doing like pirouettes. <laughs> I mean, you know me. I'm like the Tasmanian devil. That should come as no oh
0: surprise. <laughs>
1: yes. Unless I like I actively tell myself to like <sighs> be still, I am literally a tornado. Like I am just, fucking, I have like debris. My house, my condo is just full of debris. Like, just anywhere I am, there's shit everywhere. Like, I'm just like a tornado.
2: Man, I if I could do a tour right now, <laughs> me too.
1: <laughs> I have to take Oh, no. my God. I have to be like, watch these. Right. movies. Okay, that's done. Okay. Now I can turn around. Um, yeah. Turn around, yeah. Yeah, I'm similar.
0: I think I do the same thing. Okay, great. Let's get into the good shit, well, shall we? Big breathe. Okay, let's go. A big breathe. <laughs> the big breath. <laughs> exhale. Um, I would like for you to explain your username because I think this is such a cool, cool thing.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh my god! Okay, so back in the day, I was really, really involved in the evangelical Christian church. I am no longer, but I was. Um, and it was uh, one of my biggest like goals in life was to be like a theologian and apologist. I wanted to have a podcast like about that because women weren't really allowed to do that. Like, I mean, okay. They can do whatever they want, but it's very frowned upon in the Christian culture. Right. So I was like, "Perfect, I'm doing it." <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: Perfect. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Um. So yeah. So uh, my well, I should say my username is the, the female evangelist. So I put female in there because it's not really like a like thing to be like a theologian or whatever. And then I thought, how cool would it be? Because I got into powerlifting really like, I mean, I was obsessed. I'm still obsessed. I'm getting back into it now. But I was like, you know, it would be so cool. Instead of calling myself an evangelist or an evangelist, I could say evangelist, you know, because I'm a lifter. So. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of fun. And it's funny how, like, I I named it that. Like, I named myself that when I was really involved in the evangelical church. And then I left it, and I was like, I want to keep it because now I'm more passionate about, like, other things rather than, like, being an evangelist just means it it's very, like, tied to Christianity because it kind of took it over. But mm. being an evangelist just means that you're passionate about a subject that you're talking about. So you could literally be evangelizing about anything, you know? Ooh, and so okay. I'm like, oh, yeah, so I'm like, I'm gonna keep it because I'm gonna be evangelizing about how much I love puns. So yeah, so I just kept it. Yeah, it was fun. Little fun, little name.
1: We like yeah. like play on words over here, at I got you boo. So it's yeah, fun. I love puns. So do we? There, don't I could even get me started. I could pun all day. Don't don't even. <laughs> Trust it's me. so Don't much fun. We could bring you on. It's a lot of pun. We could bring you on for another episode. <laughs> I'm just, just like, where he's just, we're talking, just,
2: puns puns my. just <laughs>
1: talking puns only. we just talking puns. Oh my, my gosh. We could call it only puns. Punder zone. Yeah. Punder dome. Sorry. Punder dome. Punder zone. <laughs>
2: dome. dome. Yeah. Oh Have you seen God. that girl
1: that, that decorates her house for Christmas and yes. all of the Christmas decorations are puns? Yes. No. Yeah. We need to be a masterpiece on the podcast. She needs to come on the podcast. Uh, Absolutely.
2: When you're, when we're done with this, Becca, you need to go watch it. You will fully appreciate it.
0: Oh my God. I need to. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) So you are really big proponent of mental health talks. And I think that it, I mean, close friends list or not, When I was saying earlier in our DM that when I see her green circle come up on my stories, I literally can't. I know a not to turn on the volume around my students, but B, I know that I'm like, this is going to I got some shit I'm going to learn because I think and you and you talk about it not on your close friends list. Let me make that perfectly clear. But what did you always want to just talk about it so candidly and your journey so candidly? No, actually, I was like, how embarrassing.
2: Right. But, um, like sometimes I'll rewatch things and I'm like, oh my gosh, I look unhinged, but it's because <laughs> I, <laughs> no, but it's good though, because I think a lot of us look unhinged and like, okay. then we don't like, like to show people that we look unhinged sometimes, or we act like we're a little, so I'm like, you know what, why not just be super open and candid? My whole thing is to like, I, like to be relatable. And I think that social media, like, trust me, I post my things where I look cute or if I have a cute outfit on, or if I'm feeling good about myself or whatever, like I'm absolutely going to post that side of myself because there are times I feel like that, but then there's times I feel like absolute fucking shit Yeah, and I Mm. need people to see it. You know what I mean? So I'm like, it's not, I think. And then when people follow my journey, one of the biggest things I get is like, I wish I had your confidence or I wish I I would and and I know that they mean it with a good heart, but it's like almost offensive because it's like, well, why shouldn't I be confident? And yeah. a and then B, um, like it's not linear, right? Like confidence, like that journey is not linear, and sometimes I'm a fucking mess, <laughs> like you know. So watch that part of my life because that's the more real part. This is just social media fun. Like let's go to the actual shit. So. And people appreciate it. Like I, that's why I keep doing it is because people are like, dude,
1: you make me feel normal. Like I, like I'm normal. I'm like, you are. Normal.
0: You can't, <laughs> like, you know,
1: the valleys though. Right. And like, if you, mm-hmm. absolutely only in the peaks, that's what's just, not- which is what most people do on social media of though. Course. You know, you show your peak
2: moments, like, yeah. but that's okay. It's okay to do that. I just, I just choose to be as real as possible just because I think that it's important to find people like that to you know make be like oh okay it's not all like this because social media has fucked our brains up a little bit. Oh so.
0: royally totally royally 100%. royally Yeah I don't think I realized it until I realized it. Like you like you don't know until yeah. you know. But when you start You're like, like aha moment yes yes and i love that you like i think that when people show up and speak the way that you do you're creating a safe space for other people to show up as themselves and like that's the best thing i think social media can be used for these days yeah
2: 100 and there's so many of them like there, i follow a lot of people mm-hmm. that are like that yeah and actually a lot like and that's actually most of what i want to follow now like i don't mind following the like glamorous and the fun, because I want to, I want to know how you so glamorous in that picture. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I also, also want like, you know, to follow people that, you know, have either gone undergone extreme weight loss or are, are dating. Like I follow some people that are like doing relationship stuff or, mm. and, and just like the, the, the highs and lows of all those things and what they go through and like how painful it is. And, you know, and I'm like, thank you. Like now I feel like I'm not, by myself in this, you know? So mm-hmm. I just want to be that for someone else.
0: Yeah. And I don't know about yeah. you too. Well, I'm, I kind of know about AMQ, but I have found that the more that you show up, like I have found that the more comfortable I've gotten sharing yeah. on social media, it has brought a healing that I never anticipated having.
1: That part. It's where yeah. the podcast came from
0: too. Yeah. Right? It's where, <laughs> that's literally why we're here. People are like, that's oh, you guys so, so cool. confident.
1: It's like, yeah, but like, Yo, go listen to uh, min- the mini-sode.
0: Oh, my <laughs> God. Episode it. one. Oh. I'm not going to go they? listen to it. No. Who are they? We are oh, nervous. Yeah. This, minus, this, this monstrosity of a microphone in front of us felt like a monstrosity. <laughs> we were like, what do we do we were with like, this? Oh, do we take it all the like way down our- ASMR? We're yeah. yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the microphone gonna tell us what to say? Like, Malin, so- our producer, our producer was like, "So
1: when I'm editing, um, I'm I'm uh, taking out all the uh, dead space between when you guys are talking." Oh gosh, <laughs> you guys, yeah, that's so cute. We've
2: come a long way, <laughs> okay. but but I have a guy um, that I was I've been friends with for a long time. His name is Sean Cannell. He's like a famous now. He's like a how to make you famous YouTuber. Basically, he like teaches you how to do YouTubes and podcasts and blah, 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 oh, right? Amazing. And he's amazing. His production quality, great, right? But he did not start off like that. And yeah. he has video of himself, but like, he's like, you guys just start because look at this. And it's literally the yeah. most awkward fucking video I've ever seen in my life. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, and he just, he just shows it off. He's like, I have to, you guys have to know, I came from this, like yeah. I did this, you know? I think that shit is the coolest. Like, when you, like, show where you came from. Because sometimes I watch my videos, like, my stories are in our archive from, like, a year ago or more. And I'm, like, cringy, right? (laughs) No. So cringy. I'm, like... And I, I'm afraid, like maybe a couple of years down the line, I'm going to do that again. Like you close. are, yeah, 100. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but but that's, that's, but that's the flex. Like that's yes. Flex. Like people are always like, yeah. oh my gosh, like how are you guys so confident? It's like I'm so sorry, but like if you've actually uh, been here more than a minute, you know that I didn't sound like that. And then in a year, I'm going to look back and be like, because the the one year ago things come up on Instagram or like the five absolutely, years ago, and I'm like, wow, like when there wasn't like, captions on stories, me? like. <laughs>
2: just no. no crazy. Not a thing. thing. It's harsh. It's very harsh on you. It doesn't hide the, who you were at that moment no, at no, all. No.
0: <laughs> so, oh my goodness. So one thing that I love now, I am not usually, usually before and afters for me, it's a tricky territory that I step around, but I feel like the way that you do it and the conversation, when you post your transformations, physical transformations, it's not, it's never really, it's about the mental and it's about the life and it's about the life that you're living. It's about the way that you show up for yourself. And I think that that's, what's so important. So talk to us about the transformation. Yes.
2: Okay. So when I first started my account, actually it wasn't even called the female evangelist. It was like Christina BSD, And it basically was all about my weight loss because when I got the surgery, so I got bariatric surgery. I was almost 400 pounds. I'm at 200 pounds now. So i lost almost 200 pounds around, like 170. And um, and at first, it, like, my goal was like, I want to be skinny, right? I want to be skinny. That That's like what my mental state was. Now, I also did go through months and months of psychiatric, like, you know what I mean? Like, I had to go to a therapist. I had to make sure that I was mentally there because I did it through my insurance, blah, blah, blah. Right. So that is really like that part is so important before you go into it. And then during the whole thing, my like during the transition, I found my love for powerlifting. That's why I changed my name. And then all of a sudden, like it became more about being strong as fuck and not about losing weight anymore. And so and that was fucking crazy to me because that's literally what my entire goal was when I went into it. And now I barely weigh myself because I don't care. Like it went from like me being so focused on the number on the scale to like I just want to see how much weight I can lift on this bar. Like it just changed for me. And then my entire life changed. Like it wasn't like just weight loss. Like I ended up leaving a really toxic relationship. Like I um like I found myself through that. Like I I I, I left an evangelical church I've been involved in for over 10 years. Like so I left my religion literally. And like so I went through all of these transitions in my life and then My late husband, who I was separating and divorcing at the time, passed away from COVID last year. And so then I had to go through this grieving, painful, you know, and it's just been so much more mental and so much more transitional in the aspect of how my life looks now than it is for weight loss. But it just happens
0: to be that
2: that came with me, if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like whatever your body did would be. Yeah. That, and that's how I
2: feel about it. Like what well, the one thing, and I don't ever regret getting the surgery. I think it was the best decision for me at, that I've ever made for my health. The only thing that like for, is frustrating now is because I can't eat very much like lifting is a little bit more difficult because you have to like carb up, you have to eat a good amount to gain muscle. So there are like some tricky situations, but otherwise, like, I'm very happy that I did it. And I, I just now I'm trying to focus on my nutrition making sure I just feel good that's all I care about I just feel like I just want to feel good and I do now if I could just stay where I'm at like I actually didn't want to get under 200 I'm like okay I'm at 201 right now I'm like if I could just stay here I'd be it's so funny how your mind changes like I don't care about being under 100 and that's like a huge thing in the weight loss community is getting to wonderland like oh Oh, is that what they is that what it's called yes it's it's like a it's and I I don't want to say there's parts of the weight loss community that are very toxic. And so, sure.
1: Oh
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. So I just like that. Like to me, wonderland is a very
1: toxic term now. Cause it's like, wow. really I've all never their- heard that. And I'm in eating disorder recovery and like I'm surrounded oh, by, really? yeah. Like, wow. and that's like, I've never heard that's that big deal. So it's like O N E der
2: wonderland. Yeah. That makes so much right? sense. Yeah.
1: Too fucking clever to not. And ugh. it's like,
2: oh my gosh, if you're under two hundred, like you are in bliss. Is basically what it's like, making it sound like. Oh. You know, no. You know, oh, I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, that's awful. What a what a horrible term. So when I actually I got down to one ninety eight, and I had a little bit of a internal oh, yeah. like thing. I was like, oh shit yeah <laughs> I, I wanted this so bad at one point but now I'm like I don't really want that like I want to be fit what <laughs> oh
1: why you
0: know?
2: <laughs> yeah yeah I want to be sick because I was like that's how I like I I changed my mindset like I was like I like yes. the way it looks when there's a little bit more on me I mm-hmm. feel better when there's a little bit more on me like I don't know I don't want it now I'm like and I don't I have very skinny friends and I'm body positive about them too. But for me, it's just, just, that's not where I want to be anymore. And it's just really strange how that changed, you know? Totally. So, yeah. 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 Healing. So I try to make it sure. I know. I just try to make sure in my posts now, like before it was like, look how much weight I lost. You know, right. that's how it was.
1: Yeah. And then now it's, now it's like, dude, look how different my life looks. Yeah. i crazy. Totally. <laughs> it's all about the way you heal, right. I totally appreciate yeah. that. Cause I, 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 have not posted a before and after photo in like over three years. Yes, because I'm in eating disorder recovery, but my line of work, like people post before and after photos, but it's all Mm -hmm. for me, it's like extremely activating. And the community Mm -hmm. I've built over the years, it's the same. And will that change? Mm -hmm. I always say like yesterday I was talking on my stories and I was like, you know what? This might change when I have a baby, when I'm finally able to conceive and have a baby. And like that might change, right? Because that's a different journey. But the focus mm-hmm. will always be how I feel, you know? It's, it's Absolutely. Not, like what can a photo really do? Everyone says like a photo is worth a thousand words, but it's like, is it? No. Like, but really is it?
2: Because you're not seeing any of the depth in it. Like, you know, or what happened in that moment in that photo. Like I use my photo of myself a lot where my husband, my late husband has his arm around me because this is literally what my life was. My life was with this man who was abusive and I got to this weight because I was so unhappy for so many years. I was like trapped in this like cult, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, leaving your spouse was like witchcraft, right? Uh, Like absolute witchcraft. And so I'm stuck. You know, and then so that's what's happening in that picture. Okay. Mm. And then like this picture, I'm like, I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks about me. There are people that call me Jezebel in the church because <gasps> they fit yeah, because they because of how much I changed, how open I am about stuff, like I'm totally open about sexuality I'm totally open about mental health. I'm open about literally everything the what only difference between my real That's a compliment yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> the only difference between my regular stories on Instagram and my close friends is close friends is really like uh like specific so like I put like names in there or pictures oh. or whatever whereas like my overall friends though I'm like, hey, like I went through a whole face like hey I you know like <laughs> You know, I'm just like it happens. Like literally, this is life. And yeah. don't pretend, I'm like don't pretend like you didn't go through one, or don't pretend like you don't want to go through one. Like mm-hmm. where, where sure. are we at here? You know. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I definitely, I definitely uh, have portrayed a like totally different person now, and so I think that's more what I want people to see is like that change more so.
0: Mm-hmm. And you do, you do that for sure.
2: You do uh, that.
0: <laughs> you, you definitely do. Uh, so let's get into misogyny, shall we? Because oh my god, we're big Great fans. Segue. <laughs> we're big fans of. Drift let's Walla. talk about misogyny. <laughs> Speaking of, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I try so hard every time to say that. It really does. You really, you're You really <laughs> Thank you. We're big fans of Drew Afwallow here. And when oh. she shares your shit, I just live for it. Cause I'm like, yes, cause I know how, like, you are hyped to the gods. Um, oh, girl. Yeah. My idol. Yes. Lizzo responded to her, to me on her Instagram live with the, um, with her yitty drop and I really almost like passed. Like I almost yeah. didn't. It, <laughs> Becca, I would have.
1: He was responding. So she was like, what, what did you say? You were like, BR, BRP, I'm talking to Lizzo. And I had no idea what was going on. So I had to just wait. Like I had to just wait. Like I was like, I'm not going to interrupt her. Like as if me texting her back was going to like stop her from talking, you know? You were like, but, I was like, but I was just what? like waiting. Oh I'm gosh. like on the couch, like she'll talk to me eventually, I guess. And like, let me know. I, <laughs> your priorities
0: okay yeah, yeah
1: exactly exactly
0: <laughs> so i know that i love how she just calls out all the bullshit again going off of do not give men microphones oh my oh f- my fuck. gosh yeah do not give give them really believe that
2: 100 <laughs> it's never a good idea it always ends up in complete
0: chaos yes not so chaos there's no chaos No, we love, we love a good chaos. We love a, sometimes even messy chaos is good. Organized chaos is also great.
2: Organized is nice.
0: Organized chaos is the best, but Mm -hmm. not this shit. So where, what is your connection? Like, why do you feel so passionate?
2: Oh, where do I, where do I even begin? No, I'm just (laughs) kidding. So (laughs) basically mine started in the church. So as you know, I'm like as everybody knows, uh, there's nothing quite like meeting a conservative white Christian man,
0: right? And <laughs> you, so, uh, watch me. Hold on. Pause. Watching her physically say that on the screen, you guys, you can't see her, obviously, but it, she had to very carefully not throw up in her mouth.
1: <laughs> I, it was. It's like that little emoji, the green emoji. It took, it took me a second.
0: <laughs> the green
2: emoji. Um, there's a lot to, like, I swear, I'm going through it with my therapist right now. And, like, we haven't even touched on my religious trauma yet. Like, we're wow. just getting to, like,
1: yeah. And she's like, oh, this is going to be. <laughs> Don't you love it when your therapist does that? My therapist does that, too. My therapist goes, ooh, after I yeah, say something. Yeah. And I can, yeah. like, hear her, like, like you know, when you, like, hear the scribing, like, I'm uh-huh. like, that bitch yeah. is writing a note on the note.
2: She's, yeah, she's like, <laughs> there's the arrows board. pointing. She's yeah. There's a <laughs> diagram <laughs> happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my I'm God. like, oh, thank God for you. Because, yeah, no, but basically mine started in the church. Um, so basically I grew up. You know, as a woman, like growing up in the in Christian culture, I'm also Mexican. So growing up in the Mexican culture too, like a very like high Catholic rate, which we weren't Catholic, but I mean, I lived in a Mexican culture and basically the way they treat women is very much like, you know, the religion of Catholicism. So yeah. they're very like the, the submissive, like you listen to the man, you know, like the man is the head of the household, Um, all, all kinds of that. So I grew up in that. And then I also was like going, yeah. And then I was going to church. Where they taught that, and um, every church did. Any kind, of evangelical, non-denominational. I was trying to find any church that like wasn't so harsh on women, and like it was almost impossible to find. Like it's it's crazy. Like they'll kind of mask it, like oh yeah, we'll let a woman speak about a subject on stage, but she can't lead a ministry. Mm-hmm. So and so that that kind of stuff. I was like, I always just found really weird. Like why can I not do it? But you can like, what gives, what, why did God give you this authority? But I don't have the same authority when I'm literally the same as you, like, we would just have different genitalia. It doesn't make any sense to me. Right. So I just always had that idea in my head and I, I would ask about it and I would get like, it was not a good response, you know, like, Oh, you're being rebellious. Like, you know, like you're being very rebellious and like, that's not the way God would want a woman, like a woman of God, a woman of the word to be, you know? So it's like just all this ingrained in my mind constantly. Mm-hmm. Married a man who thought that way, you know? And it and then I had to basically have a man lead me who couldn't even lead. So like I, you know what I mean? And so I'm like, okay, there's no, like, there's no action. It was hard for him to find a job. There was no financial stability. Like, I was always the one making money. And so I, this is, again, I'm like, okay, why can't I lead a ministry? Like, why? Do, what gives him more authority to lead a ministry than me? You know? And so I started to get really offended <laughs> about it. <laughs> I was like, this is confusing. Like, I'm doing more and better. and But because I have a vagina, I can't. I just, it's just, and then from there, I just started noticing the, how misogynistic the church was I that's when I started seeing that in my late husband that's when I left and then I found Drew a follow and I fell in love <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to be quite to be quite candid I mean I was like yeah I went and I thought to myself because I've been following her from the very beginning like when she mm-hmm. first started this is where I got my like fire to be equal. Like we're not like to keep saying we're equal over and over. Just I'm like, do you not see like that we're not though? And like, there's still some things that we need to like fix and fight for, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it just, it boggles my mind when I hear men on microphones, it absolutely
0: does. Yeah, I I don't think I realized like where, how rooted misogyny is in our society. Until I I started like being more aware and I and or questioning and asking those questions and not being afraid to ask them and not be afraid to say what I want to say and feel how I want to feel and shake my ass and twerk if I want to on my Instagram or and not to get and that we're not doing it from thank you like I'm not doing it so yeah I'm like I feel fucking good about
2: myself. And yeah. I'm going to post because I want to, not because I'm trying to get some guy in my DM with a dick
1: pic. You think I want that? Like, what, like that's what you think I crave? How do they think that they, like, it, the, that's, the, that's like a whole, we could be here forever on that. Like, when you walk down the street and you get, like, catcalled. It's like, but when, the only reason you're doing that is because at one point, there was one time, one time that that worked. And maybe it didn't even work for you. It was like a story that you heard from another friend. <laughs> that it worked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. No Absolutely. You guys,
2: I used to get talked to about my wardrobe when I would go to church. Like I, cause I used oh, to be a leader. No. And so oh. yeah, like I was on the worship team and I remember one time I had a shirt. It was not, it was like this. I swear it was like this much cleavage, like just like a little, like a peek at the top. Oh, no. And they were like, we cannot with the cameras on you and the angles. Like we just can't have that on stage. And I'm like, So you're going to tell me that I cannot be on stage worshiping God like freely how I should be able to because you're worried that a man is going to look at my breast like that sounds like. That sounds like what? a problem. problem. Absolutely. Like, I, I say it now, and, and my friend Mandy, the one I was talking to you guys about before that, like, we were in the same church together. Like, we were in the same cult. We both left it. Like, it, like we both left our husbands. It was a very big, big dramatic wow. thing. Like, all of us were, like, divorcing. And we were, we were all Jezebels in their eyes. They're like, yeah. Look, don't, be careful. Be <laughs> careful exodus. with those. So don't hang out. <laughs> don't hang out with them. But, like, we were just talking about how crazy, like, it's embarrassing to, to talk about some stories because we were so rooted in it. We were so like blinded by it for so long and then we just started seeing it. And we're like mm. it's literally like seeing a light. It is. Yeah. You're like, "Oh my gosh, like we're being treated poorly. We should go." Yeah, like, <laughs> "We should get the fuck out of here." I mean, we're we're not even getting the bare minimum here. We should probably bounce. Like this is like it's amazing how how much that's even religion in general has been like ingrained in our society. And that's why a lot of decisions have been made the way they've been made. So,
0: yeah, it goes all the way to the top. <laughs> Man, it
2: it's gets hard. deep.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not in the good way, Crazy. clearly. Not, yeah, um, no,
2: a different type of deep. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah, I didn't. I really never even realized it. Like, oh, is that why I feel uncomfortable wearing this? Though, like, is it? It was never my body's fault. It was never, you know, my fault. My the way.
2: Yeah, your your body's just bodying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Your (laughs) body's just yes. I love that. (laughs) It's just it's just doing its
2: thing. It's just bodying. And I think about that too with my weight loss. Like, I get so uncomfortable with like my my loose skin and stuff, and I'm like. Just, my body's just bodying, it's just doing what it's supposed to it's been through a lot <laughs> you know right? like it's been through a exactly. lot exactly clap yeah. for that well, like come if on. anything like let's like let's like be nice to it like yeah you know, i don't know i'm not always nice to it but i try
0: yeah absolutely absolutely i try oh my goodness trauma
2: <laughs> girl i could go on. i swear to god i'm like i should just stop sometimes i talk and i'm like i should just stop talking i'll go no. about the trail Of like craziness, that's like I just—I feel like I have so much going on.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, we're here. That's literally we want microphones for that reason. But Mm -hmm. what this? So this last year, you've touched on how you lost your late husband to COVID, and as you were, you know, separate. I think you were separated at that point, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So what? And you have done, and you didn't have to, obviously. But sharing that journey socially, a can't imagine what that was like for you. B, how did it affect your healing? Like, all of that. So,
2: back to your point, though, about how, like, social media has brought some sort of healing to you, right? Mm-hmm. So, for me, once I changed my mindset from, like— Let's face it, the communities that we're involved in, it's very, um, it can be very like numbers based or just trying to get followers based or try to, you know, and you post Mm -hmm. the best pictures, you post the, you do, you know, and I I was like stuck in that for the first like few months that I had my Instagram. I was so Mm -hmm. focused on getting a community going and like, you know, doing all of that, you know. And I decided like one day that I was like, I just don't really, I don't want to care about that anymore. You know, like, I just feel like I care so much. I cared so much about the number of followers I had. And I was like, I just want to be real. And when real stuff started happening is when I was like, I need to just share it. And it became like my diary. Like, I was just like, I'm just sharing it. And it's like, you guys want to watch like, cool. And it's crazy because I get more interaction, like in my stories than I do like on my actual post that I post. For sure. Yeah. Because people, yeah, because people are more invested in my stories that I'm posting. And it's, it's a true fact for everyone. It's not just my stories. We as people are like almost wired to enjoy stories. Like we want to hear, that's why we watch movies. And that's why we listen to podcasts like because we like to hear people's stories, whether they be real or not, right? Mm-hmm. And then if it's real and almost in the moment, this happened within 24 hours, absolutely want to watch it what's going on, you know? And so I just feel like that's what people like crave and love. And so I was like, okay, I'm sharing this really intense story. And it's, it can be very triggering for people. I have had people that like, like have unfollowed me and stuff like that. And I just had to take it as it's, it was too much for them. Like I'm too much and that's okay. And that was actually really hard too. Cause I was like, wait a second, I'm being so fucking vulnerable. And you want to leave me? <laughs>
0: Oh. My abandonment issues. My abandonment <laughs> It's opening up all of the cans. All of the worms are coming out.
2: <laughs> I was like, no, what do you do? No. And then I just had to realize like that's not what I was there for anyway. I was like, I was there for that. Like I wanted the followers, but the people that are here now, that's who is really authentic. That's a real authentic community to me. And that's like literally what I care more about. Like that's all like I want. And so people. Have I've had people reach out that were like, I lost my husband too. Like they were, theirs were even more intense because they were still madly in love with their spouses and mm. they went through some really intense, tr- like, and I loved my husband, like I, as a friend, you know, towards the end and like I cared for him and I like, it, but like we were literally about to get divorced because I left him because I couldn't be with him anymore. So it's actually made it more a little more complicated too because one of my biggest fears when we were married was that he would die if I left him. And so, which and then I leave him and then he passes away. And so it was just very triggering. But I was like, what are the odds that would happen? I need to share this. Like I like yeah. not to get sympathy. And I got it. And I'm very grateful for it because people care about me. You know what I mean? I'm, mm-hmm. but that's not what I wanted to do it for. I was like, I, I don't need I really don't need that. Like that, first of all, it doesn't even make me feel that much better. When you're grieving that hard. Right. people being like so sorry it's not like yeah oh, you're not my you're, you know yeah. I'm yeah <laughs> I'm just like I'm thankful that people care but I'm more like no I need to share this because I know there are people that are going through it and they just need to know that someone else feels at least a little similar to what they're feeling like that really relate- relatability is really important to me mm-hmm. so yeah but it was it was intense. It was an intense time. It'll be a year in May. And like, I feel like... Already, wow. Isn't that crazy? Like, that I, I can't even believe that. I'm like, wow. And to think like I thrived in that year, like I did really well for myself. And I was like, what? Wow. like I became independent. I'm like a single woman living on her own. I have a job. I have a car. I'm like trying to be... I'm dealing with mental illness and trying
0: to like fix my life. Like I'm like... I'm. I'm doing pretty good. <laughs>
2: yeah. Right. Considering,
0: you know. Yeah. All things. Can, yeah. <laughs> all things considering, I'm actually doing fucking fantastic. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I talked to my therapist says that all the time because
2: I do a lot of negative self-talk in her office. Like, mm. it's bad and Like because it's the, my most vulnerable space. Right. I'm like, <gasps> I'm a fucking loser. Like, I'm so terrible. Why? And then she'll be like, you need to remember literally everything that you've been through and like how far you've come from that. Like, that's why those before and after pictures are so important to me. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. I have to remember where I was, not mm-hmm. just physically, you know, but everything emotionally, spiritually, everything has changed. Even my sex life has changed. Everything has changed, right? Like those mm-hmm. type of men I go after now, totally different than what my late husband looked like. And I feel like now, like, it's like just, it's just a different me. It's like a totally different person. So I think that's what I want people to see in my stories, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, it's seen for sure.
2: <laughs> we see it.
0: <laughs> yes, we see it. I love it. Like you're one of those people that have their social media where it's like, you don't want the 24 hours to go. Cause then you're like, I'm not going to be caught. It's like someone watching an episode of a, of a TV show without you. And like, you somehow have to fill in the gaps cause they don't want to rewatch that episode.
2: And I you're like, I literally had someone shit. message me that. Really? Really? Yeah. They're like,
0: they're like, fuck, I was off Instagram for a couple days and I missed
2: what happened. (laughs) And then, oh my gosh, I have to tell you. Okay. So this is actually close friends story stuff. So if you're listening to this and you're not in my close friends list, you are right now. So (laughs) I'm, I'm hanging out, I'm hanging out with my, uh, with my gym owner. Right. So my gym owner, like, uh, he owns a really like, big gym and when i say big i mean it's very popular in the powerlifting and bodybuilding community so like if you're involved in that kind of community all these famous people go there i literally did not know this when i signed up mm. i signed up because it's right next to my house and i was like oh they have powerlifting stuff i'm gonna go there and then we just happened him and i just happened to vibe like we hang out i literally like tell him everything he knows stuff that's not even on my close friends list Like, he, I just tell him everything. We're, like, almost like besties. And he's the one that I would be starting a podcast with, right? So I I take a picture of him. I put him in my stories. And it's, like, him with, like, a plant or whatever. And he's just, like, the aesthetic is really cool. He's, like, look, he has a plant daddy hat on. And he has these big glasses. And literally, my friend, like, all these people were, like, oh, my gosh. I missed something. Are you back with Darius? Which is my ex. So, and it was so funny because literally someone mistook him. For my ex, and I'm just like, wow, people are really invested in my story. Like they knew, <laughs> you know what I mean? They knew about like that. And then they correlated the fact that I'm hanging out with someone and they're like, wait, that guy looks like, and then it's just funny how people are so invested in your life and you don't even know, like, you don't know them that well, but like they know you.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's I never, even, cool. I never even I never really thought of it like that, actually. That like it's we don't really know really them show. as so. Yeah, yeah.
2: You literally like it's literally like you're watching someone's life on TV, and like I do that. The thing is, I do that with other people too. Like, I yeah. watch people's story all the time. Like, <laughs> I love watching stories. I'm like, oh, what happened? Oh my gosh! Like, did she get the job? I literally watched my friend get a, like go through the process of thinking about leaving her job to looking for a job mm-hmm. to finding like a dream job, and I was like, yes, girl, got my popcorn now. I'm like, yes, you deserve, it. <laughs> you deserve do you deserve this? And
0: so I I think to myself, people probably watch my stories like that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Too good. Too good.
2: Too good. Too
0: good. AMQ, (laughs) I messaged you, but I don't know if you saw it. If you wanted to round us out. No,
1: it's okay. Very
0: (laughs) invested. I had the popcorn out she really oh she God. never does that usually if i give her like a key like or we like we'll just be like hey like just send each other quick things while we're recording she usually really gets it but she's been in it She, i was like all right she's not getting she's this
2: like, <laughs> hold on what yeah. <laughs> she messed it up me. i know i didn't I know it's a, it's, a it's a lot to take
1: in it's a lot to take in
2: i'm you're <laughs> You've had an
1: experience. <laughs> I'm here for the experience. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, I want to ask because I was I was brought up very similar upbringing, like super, 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 super religious. Relatable. And pendulum swung <laughs> all the way to the other side now in my adult life when I felt like I was able to make that decision because a lot of the decisions that were made by the adults in my life were they were basically fueled by, well, I'll be forgiven because the kingdom of heaven will open up its doors and it'll forget, you know, that whole thing. So Mm -hmm. when you talk about leaving your church, what would you say to someone who's like listening to this, maybe watching you even And has been, like you said, has the popcorn out and has been watching this and thinks to themselves like, holy shit, I wish I could do that. I wish I had the strength. I wish I had the courage. I wish I had insert whatever you need to do something like that here. What would you say to someone who, it's like a two-part question, who A, is looking for the strength within them to leave, let's say, their church community that might not be the best, but then also... A relationship because you did kind of those you did you were like a- double a- whammy point. yeah
0: it was yeah. a bogo deal like you that know week. what
1: it was <laughs> a two yeah. for one yeah you rolled with it it's like i'm gonna get the yeah. trauma anyway i might as well do it one fell swoop <laughs>
2: Yeah, I really did because I was like, I went to my, I went to my leadership and I was like, I'm leaving my husband because I was a leader. I was, I was the communications director. So I did like all the editing for like the church news and like all the video stuff. So I was like really high up at the top with them as high as you could as a woman anyway. So basically I was like, Hey, I'm leaving my husband and I know that you're not going to agree with me. And, um, I've already like I've already played this over in my head a thousand times of how it's going to go. And I already know that if I tell you, you're going to have me step down from my position because you can't have someone in that position that's going to be leaving their husband. Right. So I basically just I just basically said what was going to happen to them. So I stepped down before they could even take me down and then (laughs) (laughs) take (laughs) (laughs) take it to the man. And then I was like, um, so I'm just going to go ahead and step down now and then also just let you know that, like, I'm going to be leaving my husband and I know that you're not going to be in agreement. And I don't know how you want to handle it on your end with your congregation, because everybody knew me. Everybody knew me and my husband. Um, so it was like it wasn't like a like, a, oh, like, we're just like in the back in the congregation, like just chilling. Like we were really big parts of the church and, and its growth and what was happening there. So everyone knew who we were and every like, of course, as soon as I left him, everyone knew and like they were all reaching out. And here's here's my suggestion for when you do something like that or if you're ever thinking about doing that, is that have a good community of other people that you can rely on to to like be there while you're going through it. So find like a similar situation or, or even like someone who's been through a divorce or something along those lines so that you can at least have someone that you're close with and then get yourself into therapy. Because, and I had to literally like cut everyone off. And so I'm not just, I obviously didn't cut off my late husband. We were still in communication, but everyone that went to that church, I had blocked, deleted. I created a, like new accounts like so that they couldn't reach me because- I already knew the manipulation that was going to be happening and what they were going to try to do to try to get me back. Um, What was really crazy was when my late husband passed away, um, mind you, this was all like I like I had I was still his wife. So I still had to, like, take care of everything because we weren't officially divorced yet. And so, um, I had to, I had to think to myself, okay, where would he want it? Okay. He's going to want it at this church, the place that I left that I literally didn't want to go back to. I know. And, and because I wouldn't have felt right if I didn't give him that closure, I like left up my pride and I was like, Hey, I need to have this at your church. Um, I, I know that things are not good between like our relationship, but I don't really care about that right now. Like, I just want you, like, I want you to do this for Josh. Like I want you to do it for him. And like, I will be there and like his family will, so a part of his family will be there. So I just need you guys to be like cordial and cool. And then I'll be out like, we're not going to, you know, and even when I was having that conversation with the, with the pastor, uh, a girl pulled me to the side, someone that I was really close to. And she was like, I just want you to know that I think this is it's So disgusting. She was like, I think that this is all happening like for a reason. Like, I think that this is all happening at this moment because like God wants you to come back and He brought you back to this place. <gasps> you guys, I was like, Oh, so you're saying, You're sitting here and telling me that my husband died so that I could come back to God. Wow. Like, I was like, wow. that, is, that is crazy. So that's what I mean. Like, the only reason I reached back out was because of the situation at hand, right? But if that if that situation had never happened, I would have never had to see those people ever again unless I accidentally bumped into them, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I just, I would tell them, for me, I had to cut it off. Like I had to like block everybody. I didn't want to see anybody there that was going there. Um, and then basically just get yourself into therapy and a good community of people and just realize that you're leaving your reasons for leaving are valid and you don't need to explain yourself to anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to over-explain anything. You, I think that's what I felt like I had to keep doing, like, why I left. Like, you guys don't understand, like, the way they treated me and the it's like, okay, I know that and that's good enough. You know, like, mm-hmm. that's good enough. Point blank, period. Like, you don't have to explain yourself. Like, go where you got to go to get the healing you need to get. And it's not linear and it doesn't look the same for everybody. So... Like, just do that, you know? And so I think that's what I would tell them, like, just be, you got to find it, but like you, you can do it. And then when you do it, man, it's so fucking empowering. I can't even explain it to you. It is literally the most empowering thing to like, stick it to people that treated you that badly for so long. So that's what I would say.
0: That's such good advice. That is really Mm -hmm. good advice, especially because like it's a different puzzle. It's not just one thing. This isn't just like, oh, okay, if you do this, that's how you get out or that's how you feel better. No, there's lots of moving parts because there's lots of moving parts that got you there in the first place. Absolutely. So that's it. That is great advice. Also, can we just take a moment because the way that you handled that and still honored your late husband is some grown ass woman shit. (laughs) like thank you Uh, thank you that was the
2: fucking hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life I was yes oh god what terrible timing I was yeah I I joke about it now I just know I'm very I have very dark humor but I always like would (laughs) as soon as well as soon as he died and like I had the funeral and we were done and we went out drinking and like we you know we had a little celebration afterwards with a couple of my friends and like they're like, you have to pull the widow card all night, you know. And I work it's just the <laughs> way that I cope with, you know, like yeah. I'm a widow, you know. And so it's just like the way healing looks for people is so different. And like to let people I I just Sometimes it's uncomfortable, right? Like mm-hmm. people are like, it's such an uncomfortable conversation to have like by someone, oh, someone that I know, like their husband died. Like, what do I even say? Like, what do I, and I get that anxiety, right? I totally get that anxiety. But also like, do you know how awkward it is for me to talk about? And I'm like, I'm the one in it. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like really hard for me to talk about it, but I'm doing it because it makes you grow. Like you, you, you get a lot of healing
1: from talking. That's Yes.
0: Yes. Talk therapy. 12 Dude, out of 10 therapy. recommend. We're all
1: about normalizing <laughs> therapy here. Yeah. yeah My yeah. God,
0: therapy. I don't know where I would be. Like, and yeah, grief and healing oh. and all of that is such a, grief especially is such a tricky little bitch because. It really is. You're like, I'm fine. Like the dark humor comes out. And like, yes, I yeah. also, yeah, use humor to cope in a lot of ways too. And then sometimes it's like heavy and hard and yeah. sobbing and questioning your decisions and like all of this. So it's, it's a storm. Wait, Becca, what's your sign? I'm a
1: Taurus. Oh, what are, what's your sign? Thank you. I'm an Aquarius. An Aquarius. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. I like, I like both of you. I have some very good, <laughs> I'm a Cancer. Don't, don't worry, worry. Yeah. We're not, we are not Geminis, okay?
0: Yeah. Okay, I was really hoping. I was like, oh,
1: I'm like, click.
0: No, sh- we did. <laughs> we, had, we had nearly an entire episode about June Gemini men. <laughs> we did. Yeah. No, oh, we did. June my last ex, the June Gemini. Oh, yep. my God.
2: Yeah. Oh, my. God. The worst. The, 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 worst. Ab- yes. the absolute worst. I don't, I will not, ne- I could never. <laughs> I could never anyone nope. ever again.
0: I truly, oh. if, if I was like getting a lot of green flags and that was the one red flag, that would be the deal breaking red flag. No, absolutely. <laughs> and I should have known. And you know, what's fucking crazy. My ex would be like, I'd be like, Oh, you're a Gemini,
2: a June Gemini. And he's like, actually like, I'm kind of like on the, on the cusp where I'm basically a cancer. And he would like, try to manipulate. No. the fact that he wasn't a fucking Gemini. I'm like, Bruh, that was hilarious. because he's a Gemini. That's why he did absolutely. that. Absolutely, he absolutely <laughs> did that. He's like, oh, this bitch knows. She knows too much. Yeah. She knows too much. I gotta.
0: I'm gonna I really manipulate. Yeah, I'm gonna gaslight the shit out of her. Because that's what they do. Because that's Dude. what they do.
2: Oh my gosh! I can oh. go on forever about that too. Gaslighting, freaking yep.
0: narcissists, sociopaths—all like just come to my close friends list and we'll talk about <laughs> it. Yeah, it's a, the stories really just don't end. They don't. We so appreciate this conversation and your time yes. with us. We've had so much fun. And if you ever need a couple of bitches on your new podcast, you know where to go.
2: Dude, absolutely. I'm already <laughs> going
0: to, I'm going to talk to Ernest about it right now. I'm going to text him and be like, I already
1: have some guests. Let's do oh yeah. my gosh. I love that it's it so fun. Ernest.
2: <laughs> I know. Ernest.
1: I don't know, I know why that makes it better, but yo, it <laughs> yeah. does. Yeah. It really does.
0: Oh, <gasps> Ernie. Yeah. That. That's so good. Ernie. I love it. Ernie. Ernie. Oh, Ernie. Ernie. Yeah. I oh my God. What if we
2: named not. it like Blunt and Ernie or like. Bur- <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. That would be cute. Anyway, sorry. My mind just ran. Oh, my
0: God. No, you're fine. You're fine. We're going to tag all the ways to get to you. TikTok, you're the same name, correct? Yes. Correct. Okay. So we're going to tag everything. Well, you guys already know when the episodes come out, we do all the tagging in the stories and connect with Christina in the DMS always. She's always lubed up and ready. So hit me up, <laughs> slide right in, just
2: slide right in.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. And email us, you know, we love it at hello. Hello with three O's at I got you MQ, is this your part? We never know how to fucking end these episodes. (laughs) Yeah. So remember how we were saying at the beginning, like,
1: I think that when I go back and listen, when I go back and listen to to season one, I Got You Boo, what I will say is that we fucking ended episodes well. (laughs) The more comfortable we got. Now, we're just like, we'll see ya. No, because we're like, we're just like, oh, we're done? Damn. You
0: just finger gun it? Yeah. 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 Yes, we've said that so many times. We're like, all right, back to you. Like, what are we <laughs> this even is so, doing? This is so much the awkward. That's why <laughs> it's just awkward as fuck. <laughs> but we ended them so because I think we because we had a script and we yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, were like, we knew
1: what we, we were, like, were okay, doing. Just, you know, we were like yeah focus. We were like, okay, like, let's just end it. Yeah, and we're comfortable. <laughs> so like before it was like we really thought about it, right? Like if everything was like methodical yeah. and thought out and whatever. Now it's like, oh shit,
0: we're done. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, where do no. we end it? Cause now I want to talk. Yeah. Now I want to talk about sociopaths and narcissists. So now you're gonna have to come back. So I know. Now we're gonna, do part two. Part two. Yeah, gonna be part two. Part two. Yeah. Part two. Exactly. <laughs> so now we're just gonna tell you that you're not done and we're never going to be so we're never going to be done this is it forever you guys will this be this is listening the song that doesn't <laughs> end this is the song that doesn't end
1: <laughs> oh my god that's exactly what we are yep <laughs> oh, it just no, I think It's just a loop. song forever. that never ends fucking yep. lamb chop oh i th- i actually think i'm like damaged from lamb chops
2: fucking so lamb chop literally i don't know so my dog has had this new toy it was lamb chop and it would squeak and no it was i have one yeah. too yes oh my gosh wait so that annoying I, that's like 20 years ago that show i know i found it at target i was like i'm yep. buying this absolutely and then she destroyed it yesterday and i was like wow i just got this for you and then that's how you want to treat it. But, but at the same time, I felt like it was destroying a part of my childhood memory that traumatized <laughs> me.
1: Oh, 100%. If I, I had a dinosaur, like dog toy, I would buy that shit so she could ruin it for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> On that note. We'll On that see. note. I can't. I literally can't. I'm just going to say it. Malin, figure it out. Malin, piece together whatever the fuck just happened in the last two and a half minutes and just figure it out, okay? Or don't. We'll see. Or don't. Give <laughs> me a sneak peek to the next yeah, episode. Exactly. <laughs> and we'll we'll see you next week. I, I got, got you, boo. Okay, thanks. Love you, bye. Yes. Thanks for being here, boo crew. Love our vibe? Rate, review, share, and subscribe. And don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I Got You Boo Pod.